Hey guys, welcome to the happy hour. Who doesn't love a good happy hour? I'm coming at you real and unfiltered to talk about self-care, mental health, and life. This podcast is designed to encourage, educate, and uplift each person that listens. I'm coming from both a clinical standpoint and a personal point of view to discuss various matters. The happy hour is here to let each listener know that no matter what you may be going through, you can turn your obstacles into triumphs. So go ahead and like, share, subscribe, follow, do all those great things, but just make sure you also listen. Hello, welcome to happy hour and happy Friday. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Um, I've been appreciating, you know, all my followers, all the people that have subscribed, all the people that have been um, doing monetary donations, really appreciate it. And if you have any questions about monetary donations, you can listen to the end of the podcast. But anyway, happy Friday. Today we're talking about something that's very important, the importance of friendship, especially when it comes to mental health and self-care. Because yes, friendship is important in general. But it's also very important when it comes to friendship and self-care. And I just want to shout out my bestie, Sanji. She is the most amazing best friend that ever could be a best friend. And I'm pretty sure my best friend is better than yours. But anyway, shout out to Sanji. So according to the dictionary, friendship is defined as the emotions or conduct of friends, a relationship between friends, or the state of mutual trust and support. So I can definitely see how with my bestie or any friend in general, like how you have emotions or, you know, you know what you do with your friends, um, the relationship you have with them, um, the trust you have from them and the support you get from them. Listen, if you have a really good friend and you can't trust them or support them or any of those things, then they're really not a good friend and you need to reevaluate that. But we'll also talk about that a little bit later, about reevaluating friendships and, you know, making the decision to let some things go if they're unhealthy for you or not. But um, basically, we choose our friends. We don't choose our family. So, you know, we got our and some of our family may be our friends, but we're, we're born into these families. But friendships we aren't born into, but therefore we choose them and they choose us. And they become like family or maybe even more like family if you, you know, not close to your family or don't have a family or any of that. Sometimes friendships become more like family than family. Um, People without friends often experience the vulnerability of loneliness. As a matter of fact, a May 2018 nationwide survey of 20,000 adults that was done by Cigna found that most American adults are considered lonely. The Loneliness Experience Survey revealed that 40% of people between the ages of 16 and 24 say that they feel lonely very often. And then researchers are finding that friendships are imperative to your mental health. That a Harvard study even concluded that having solid friendships in our lives helps promote our brain health. So, you know, that says a lot. You know, people, there's a lot of people that are lonely out there. There's a lot of people that feel lonely often. And there's a lot of people that don't have that, that friendship, which is so important. 
and and how I just said researchers say that friendships are imperative to your mental health I mean that's very true in mental health um your friendship is important because when say you or your friend may be in a mental health crisis or experiencing any mental distress the friendship can play a key role in helping someone live or recover from a mental health problem so I'll just use myself for example just recently um in 2019 I've gone through a lot to say you know and and my bestie has been there I mean all my friends I mean I, I you know I've actually developed stronger relationships with some people due to like the situations that I've had going on and because of that I value them so much and I appreciate them so much because they've been very constant and consistent in this this time that I've needed them in so like I said in mental health friendship is important because if somebody's going through a mental health crisis whether it's depression or anxiety or or trauma or you know grieving the death of a loved one or any of those things you know your your friendship can really help that other person out and so how does mental health affect relationships well those with severe mental health problems so you know schizophrenia bipolar disorder schizoaffective disorder any type of psychosis um, just any of those things that are more severe they may have a smaller social network than other people and mostly have family members than friends so basically you know some people with those more severe mental health disorders either don't trust so they don't make friends or because of you know their symptoms they're unable to make friends so they have they are more filled with family um those with smaller social networks with fewer intimate relationships find it more difficult to manage social situations so they possibly aren't you know aware of how to handle them or don't know how to handle them properly or any of those things those with long-lasting mental health problems often have relationships mainly with others who suffer from mental health problems so basically they're going to befriend somebody that is going through the same thing as them because hey we all understand each other we might all be psychotic and seeing and hearing the same things like just things like that you know it, it, it might be somebody that's not trying to tell me that I'm crazy or just any of those things so it's easier for them to maintain relationships with people that also suffer as they do um those with mental health problems often anticipate rejection from others because of the stigma associated with mental health and guys I got you we're gonna do the stigma of mental health real soon and just to throw a little bit out there you know a stigma um can lead to discrimination which can be obvious and direct or unintentional and subtle you know and that's basically thinking that you know you're disgusted or disgraced with you know mental illness and trust me stigma of mental illness is real so those with mental health problems are just used to it and they just ex ex expect to be rejected so you know I was talking earlier about how friendships should be beneficial for both parties like I wouldn't expect somebody to be my friend if I only you know took 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 from them and never gave back into them the same way I wouldn't expect somebody to be my friend or me to remain their friend and they just took 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 from me and never put back into me you know there's there's some you know there's some friendships that I've had that have lost and gone and it's okay you know in the moment I you know I was like what's going on but outside of that I understand that you know maybe we weren't on the same page 
maybe we weren't going the same direction or maybe we were just a season and a lesson in each other's lives because everybody you encounter is meant to teach you something and to show you something and to help you grow in some way so if a friendship is not beneficial to both parties you each have the power to negotiate changes or end it if necessary and that's just you know I'll say it like this I lost a friendship and I almost lost another friendship in the same instance and so the one relationship that I did lost the did lose um she didn't allow me to like talk about it or you know figure out how to fix it or anything like that and then on the other hand because this all happened at the same time the other relationship that I almost lost we talked about it you know we came to an you know, not an agreement but we talked about it and I said you know what you're right I got to do better. I got to be better. And from there, like we, we moved on and we grew from that. So you can either, like I said, negotiate changes or you can just end it or one person can end it and not give the other person a reason, but everything happens for a reason. So it's cool. So when you're dealing with mental health, especially if you're the person suffering with mental health, um, it can be very tough if you are going through that mental health crisis to talk to a friend or talk to anybody. Um, but if you do decide to do it, just pick somebody that you can trust. And then if you're the friend, if you're the one listening, if you're the one that is being talked to about what's going on with the other person, just listen, just be supportive. Don't try to judge. Don't try to talk them out of how they're feeling or telling them, oh, you shouldn't be anxious or you shouldn't be depressed. Or, you know, if they're, they're psychotic, definitely do not talk them out of the delusion, you know, fall into that delusion with them as a therapist i was always taught to fall into the delusion with them oh you see an elephant why what it look like where, where is it coming from don't ever tell them the elephant ain't there but anyway just you know be be supportive listen you know be be compassionate be empathetic just be there for them um i do want to give y'all a little uh mental health first aid little steps in case you ever encounter somebody that's severely struggling with something and you know suicide is super high super risky and that you know that if you're a friend and, and you, you're noticing that your friend is going down a dark path or maybe you know they're not going down a dark path because sometimes suicide you can't even recognize it sometimes they get happy and start giving stuff away and if you don't know the symptoms of suicide or or the 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 way people act before they attempt a suicide you wouldn't understand but if somebody comes to talk to you and they they tell you that they're feeling like they want to hurt themselves or they tell you that they just don't want to live just you know really talk to them um some things that you can do is you can assess the risk of suicide or self-harm. So suicide is the act of taking your life. And self-harm is where you harm yourself either by cutting. Some people cut on their arms or their legs. Some people burn themselves. Some people hit themselves. Just there's various things of self-harm. So assessing the risk of suicide or self-harm. One way you can do that, in, you know, at my job at the crisis line, I do it all the time. On a scale of one to five, with one being the lowest, and five being the highest, what number would you say you are of wanting to kill yourself or harm yourself? And so generally you want them to be a one or two, but if they're a three or above, then you know it's time to get help. Talk them into getting help. Do whatever you gotta do. And if you ever need to call the crisis line if you live in Georgia, the number is 1-800-715-4225. And it's 24-7, don't matter if it's a holiday, whatever. So you can give that number out. 
Um, but so assess for risk of suicide or self-harm. Listen judgment-free. I mean, that's the best thing you can do is listen judgment-free. Reassure them. Encourage them to get professional help. That's going to be the biggest thing because sometimes people don't want to do that and feel, don't feel like they need to do that. But encourage them to seek professional help, whether they call the crisis line, whether they make a therapy appointment, whether they go talk to their PCP, whatever, just let them go talk to somebody and encourage self-help strategies so like self-help you know self-coping mechanisms things like that so you know learning how to uh de-stress or come out of an anxiety attack or uh slow your racing thoughts down by taking deep breaths so you may take a deep breath in you hold it for a second or two and then you let it out and you continue to do that until you're able to calm down Another thing you can do is if, you know, listen to some soothing music, whether it be some Christian music or some R&B or whatever helps soothe you. Read a book if you're able to do that. You know, go for a walk. Go do some exercise. Do some self-help strategies that help you get out of that funk that you're in. So another reason friendship is so important to our mental health is because, you know, friends share our secrets. I can't even tell you all the secrets that Sanji know about me or that I know about her or vice versa like that's somebody I know I can tell something and it'll go to the grave with and it don't matter and that's what a friendship is for like yeah I've heard some people say like oh you're not a good friend because you should have told me talking about somebody else but no your friend is supposed to have your back 1000% and if it's a secret you keep it to the grave um, friends boost our self-confidence. I know I be shouting out for her because she's about to graduate with her bachelor's in December. Woo, woo, woo. And, you know, I can't wait. I'm going to be right there screaming at the top of my lungs. Probably going to have a big stupid sign. Like, I don't care. My bestie graduating. I'm proud of her. Every move she makes, that's, you know, when she was talking about buying a house a couple years ago, like, I was rooting for her. So, you know, you have to, you know, you have to win you you're, you have to win with your friend when your friend wins it has to be a win for you too because you want your friends to win um friends are our listeners and our supporters like i can't even tell you how many times i've like cried to sanji or like talked to her or you know and i just keep bringing her up but there's other people like my friend rashini that i'm you know currently staying with like she is all ears for me and we actually figured out we had a lot in common um other friends that have become you know closer friends in the recent months like that I'm able to talk to and and just pour out my heart to and they just listen and support and give me advice and guide me judgment free but help me like matter of fact I had a talk like a couple of days ago with a friend because I'm thinking about moving to Texas and they were like you know just think about it don't jump into it like you know pray about it all this kind of stuff so like they're supportive they're, they listen to you they help you friends are your shoulders to cry on I mean I can't even tell you how many people's shoulders I've cried on in the last couple of months or just in general you know when I'm going through something I become very emotional um yeah I'd be a big old crybaby so just having somebody that's there for you um friends accept us let me tell you I am loud I talk very fast I sometimes cut people off I can be annoying I can, I don't know, I do a lot, but my friends accept me, like, she love me, all my friends love me, they know who I am, they know I mean no harm, that I'm just, I'm just me, so they accept me, flaws and all, like, 
the things that I think I have a problem with myself or the things that I've been told that are a problem with me, they accept that and they don't judge me. So friends are supporters. Like I said, the self-confidence thing, um, your friends also support you no matter what you're doing. Sanji has been at my bachelor's graduation. She was here for my master's graduation. The only reason she didn't come when I graduated from hair school is because I told her she didn't have to come. I don't know a birthday that we missed being together. Um, well, minus is last year because I told her not to come. But I'm at all her birthdays. She's at all mine. Anything that we have, we are supportive of each other because, you know, I want her to win. She wants me to win. And that's the same for how any friendship should be. And our friends keep us grounded. Listen, you know, sometimes your friends have to talk you back down off the ledge or if you're making risky decisions or or if you're you're doing something out of anger or sadness or whatever, your friends keep you grounded. They help you stay sane. So I know we talked about mental health and the importance of friendship, but let's talk about self-care and the importance of friendship. Well, you know, we often think self-care is just taking care of yourself. Like, I, I talk about it a lot, traveling, exercising, going to get foot rubs, um, massages, you know, taking time out for yourself, all that kind of stuff. That is self-care, but, you know, one thing that's just as important for self-care is being selective about the people you choose to keep in your life. So the friends you choose, the relationships you choose, the whatever thing, that that's self-care too. Keeping toxicity out, keeping negativity out, and only you know, good vibes over here only. Self-care is all about giving yourself the love and attention you deserve. And your mental health and your physical health will both benefit. Extending this into friendships will help you notice a difference in your attitude and your daily life. So when you think about giving yourself the love and attention you need, making sure you have friendships that give you the love and attention you need. That's not just take, take, taking from you, but giving back to you as well. That's going to keep you positive. That's going to keep you in a good attitude. That's going to keep you just happy with your life. You know what I'm saying? Like friendships result in happiness. They do. If it's the right friendship, it results in happiness. Positive friends support you. Positive friends bring out the best in you. Positive friends keep you upbeat and healthy. Friendships have a powerful effect. So let me tell you three characteristics of emotionally intelligent friends. So one, you follow up or you follow through. So therefore, your fan, your friend is following through with you with whatever y'all are talking about. So if you were depressed or sad or anxious, oh, they check in a couple days later. I'm just checking on you. Or, you know, like, oh, so you, you going for a job interview. Let me check up with you later. Did you hear back from it? Same thing for you. You have to follow up with your friends when they tell you things, whether it's good, bad, sad, happy, mad, whatever. You follow up, you follow through. Number two, you really believe that their success is your success. Listen, we graduating in December. I'm excited. Like, I can't wait. Like, I'm so freaking proud of her. Like, my what, what any of my friends, when, when Rashini bought this house, I was so amped up for her. My friend Brittany finna buy a house, so I'm so amped up for her. Like, all my friends is out here winning. I'm so happy for them. Like, their success is my success. And not saying, oh, well, what they did, I did too. But I'm happy for them and I'm proud of them and I'm rooting for them. And number three, open communication. Y'all know I say it all the time. Communication is key. And that's not just with your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife. Like, it's key to a intimate relationship of a friendship. 
Because if you can't communicate with that person, if you can't be open and honest with that person, then you don't need them to be your friend or they don't need you to be their friend. And then five requirements for a strong friendship. The first thing is trust. If you can't trust that person, yeah, no. Um, equality. So we're both equal. We're not taking from each other. We're not giving into each other more. We're both, we're, we're, we're equal. Um, three, there's compassion. You know, you have to be compassionate towards your friend. That you're there for them when they need you or they're there for you when you need them. Honesty, you know, that goes along with trust. If you can't be honest, I can't trust you. And if I can't trust you, we can't be friends. And the last thing is independence. Like, though we are friends, we we don't, we don't need each other. I mean, not we don't need each other. I'm sorry. We don't have to be with each other every day or talk to each other every day. Like, me and Sanji don't talk to each other every day. We talk to each other a couple times a week. You know what I'm saying? Like, but we don't talk to each other. We still live our lives, but we know if we need each other, we're there for each other. So those are five characteristics of a strong relationship. So just know that friends... They help us deal with stress. They make better lifestyle choices that keep us strong. And they allow us to rebound quickly from health issues, mental health issues, any type of issues they help us rebound from. So friendship is so important. Like if you ain't got no friends, I don't know what to tell you. Like the song say, friends, how many of us have them talking about friends? The ones we can depend on. Don't judge me for my singing, but you get what I'm saying. So just, you know, take a look at your life. If you need to get rid of some toxicity, get rid of them friends. You know, like they say, cutting, you know, trimming ain't just for your ends. It's for people in your life, too. So if you, you're not having that, that good relationship with somebody, let it go. And if you don't have any friends, I mean, like, work on getting some because they're very important for you. But I hope you guys got something out of this. I felt like I talked really fast. Hopefully I didn't. But hopefully you got some stuff out of this. Um... Thanks for listening, and I'll holler at you next week. Peace out. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Happy Hour. Be sure to go follow me on Facebook at Therapy with Ashley. You can check out my IG at Happy Hour with Ashley. Or you can even check out my website, www.ashleyjohnsoncounseling.com. Thanks for joining the happy hour. If you want to be a supporter of this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes, click the link under the details or go to anchor.fm slash happy hour with Ashley slash support. And once you're there, you can choose to become a supporter with 99 cent a month, $4.99 a month or $9.99 a month. Again, thank you for joining happy hour. Remember to like, share, subscribe and make sure you listen.